Hello, all you beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Because it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Smut Club. I'm Hannah. And I'm Chelsea. And this is the podcast where we day drink and review trashy romance novels, and my dog tries to sit in our laps and hits the mic, so it's really pleasant for everyone's ears. (laughs) It Um, was nice. We love this. And now my dog is looking at me and my husband. My husband wants him to go upstairs before we record, and our dog... Vance, I think Brandon is just here to stay. I he'll he might follow you at some point, but for now. If you hear the tip tap of little doggy feet, please just ignore. His little nails are so long. We need to get him to the groomer this week. But all that said, that's not what anyone else is here for. No. Not not here to talk about me taking my dog to the groomer. That's a whole story. <laughs> all right, I'm <laughs> of sorry. I'm it gonna is. <laughs> our groomer (laughs) oh so we're telling the story yeah it's worth telling hannah okay well i didn't know our groomer is a home groomer oh the very first like her website is like black and neon pink and like very like it is a statement but she's like five minutes from our house and it's thirty dollars nice well starts at 30 and then you know there's add-ons over course um but I was cracking up because the very first time we took him there, she's like, just come in through the garage. And I'm like, what a, I'm like, hey, Vance, I need you to come with me. He's like, where are we going? He's like, we're taking Brandon to the groomer. And we showed up and he's like, this just looks like someone's house. And I was like, it is. <laughs> you have the skills of observation. Um, you get it. She was wearing, <laughs> I didn't even know they made grooming smocks. It, when we walked in, I was like, this woman looks like she is ready for dog grooming porn. Like she is, I didn't, I'm realizing I'm not describing things well because I'm too excited to describe them well. <laughs> she was wearing a like mid to high thigh, like skin tight smock, like a grooming smock. Okay. Um, that was like super low cut and her boobs were spilling out of it. And I was like, no part of this outfit looks as though you are ready to to bathe a dog. Right. We we just look like we're ready to show up at someone's house and say, I'm ready to bathe your dog. And then the sex starts. Is like right. <laughs> right. And Vance and I left. And we were like, <laughs> well, well, we'll see how it goes. And there's an entrance road by their house called Wanda Woods. And we're like, that sounds like a porn star name. It does. And then that's what we named our Roomba. <laughs> So our Roomba is named Wanda. And everyone's like, why? And I was like, I don't know, because our dog groomer lives off a road and looked like a point. It was a whole thing that day. Like, <laughs> There's so much backstory. It really made sense in the time, but now we're like three years deep, and I have to explain why our Roomba is named after our, I guess, a road by our dog groomer who's not a porn star. <laughs> that you know of. That I know of. Right. She could be. She could be. So I got a massage a couple of weeks ago 
And it was this place that I, I found online and looked decent enough. The time was right. I was like, cool, mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. So I went and it was somebody's house off of a dirt road that was barely passable in the middle of the woods. I live in the middle of nowhere anyway. I was going to say, for as someone who lives in the middle of nowhere, did this feel like an accessible level of nowhere? Or were no. you like, this is, I should, whoa. We'll see if I make it. Correct. I called her because I was like, this doesn't look right. And she was like, no, it's not. You're you're right. It's not right. The GPS doesn't Mm. know where my house is. So she had to give me directions to her house. And then she was like, is your car going to be okay on a rough road? And I was like, yeah. Barely passable. So I pull up and this woman comes out. It's like a lob cabin meets Sanford and Son vibes. There's like shit everywhere. This woman comes out with no shoes on and in this dirt driveway. And I was like, I might be sacrificed. Like she was like this older lady with like long white hair. (laughs) I might be sacrificed. In the middle of the woods. I was like. "Mm." So how was the massage? It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. It was great. Right? Yeah. But I will never go back there. Oh, it wasn't that good. No. It wasn't that good. I did like her, but also, yikes. Yeah. You're like, I don't like you enough to offset the... You're like, the tension that this drive is, you're like, (laughs) I'm trying to get rid of tension. I'm trying to add tension. Okay. It's Cabin in the Woods vibes. I have a lot of thoughts on that. We mm-hmm. could talk a lot about Cabin in the Woods. We could. The, the trope, if you will. But that's a different um, podcast. But yeah, that's a different podcast. That's a different maybe, – maybe it's not a different podcast. I'm going to challenge myself. Oh, no. There's the um, Megan Quinn rom-com with the agitators in Canada. Yeah. And they're all in the woods. They and are. And her car breaks down, and she, like, shows up at their door, and then they all – they're like, we're hockey players. And she's like, prove it. <laughs> like <laughs> They play with, like, a, an umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, it is this podcast. It is. You <laughs> just hit your own glasses. I did hit my own glasses. <laughs> In my moment of being like, I feel so smart. This is our podcast. I hit myself <laughs> in the face. And I really thought we were just going to move on. But I'm... <laughs> Vance looks at me all the time and he's like... Way to keep me humble, babe. (laughs) (laughs) But I also think that's kind of our friendship. Like, not in a shitty way. No. Like, just in, like, a we feel safe enough to lightly poke fun at the other person. Yeah. Well, because neither of us take ourselves too seriously. And so it's like, (laughs) no. Have you seen I definitely can't. (laughs) I'm like... I dress my pets up for our holiday cards each year. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't think I'm. <laughs> my husband literally told me my the personality of my nose is Jewish yesterday. So, like, no. Yeah, everyone's going to need that <laughs> the, uh, context. the context of that because. <laughs> so, before we hit record, I was telling Chelsea for some reason last night when i was with hanging out with my husband that i thought of the time that i passed out at school and when as you were i was like in middle school yeah right? i was like 13 i think it was like 8th grade um i woke up as i was coming to consciousness a teacher was there with me apparently she had like 
carried me to the nurse's office and she told me that um, I was actually very beautiful. Um, and she started describing all of my features and told me that I had beautiful alabaster skin and my lips were well proportioned and I have great um, cheekbones and that my eyes are really beautiful and my nose has personality. And so as I was telling my husband this story last night, I asked him, like, what, what, what personality does my nose have? Because there are lots of different ones. And he just went Jewish and didn't add anything else after it. He just <laughs> left it at Jewish. <laughs> was there more that needed to be said? No. For anybody who's watching the video or has seen a photo of me, nothing, no, nothing else needs to be added. I would also like to know that Hannah once told me a story that I'm just about to tell. <laughs> one of you. I don't know what it is because I've shared a lot of stories. So here we go. Well, so Hannah and her husband worked together, mm. and that's how they met. <laughs> and when her husband told another coworker that he was dating Hannah, when Matt was like, "Yeah, I'm dating Hannah," one of their coworkers was like, "Isn't she Jewish?" And you're not. I am not. You just have a nose with a lot of personality. I have a schnoz. Yeah. None of that's relevant to anything that we're doing I today. You got. Mind you, I, I, I wouldn't have even described her nose as a nose of personality. I literally <laughs> never thought about her nose in my life before. <laughs> For what it's worth. Only some of us have noses with personality. Thank you. Oh, no. What I was going to. All right. Let me give a little bit more context for everything. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> damn it. We're going to get to this book eventually. Okay, so when I was 17, I worked as a personal assistant to the sewing expert for the Home Shopping Network. Yes, she did. Had, she'd had a ton of, like, elective, you know, you just, you work in the entertainment industry. You have some elective surgeries to make sure you're looking young and fresh, right? Mm -hmm. And I told her, I was like, hey, I have, like, just casually in conversation one day. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, my, I was like, I have one connected earlobe and one dangly earlobe. And she was like, Chelsea, you could get that fixed and no one would have to know. In my head, I was like. But why would I? Like, why? It's not hurting. Like, there's no issues with my ears. I'm just noting that, like, this is what my ears look like. It's a unique thing. It's a unique. My ears have personality. They do. Um, but I was thinking of the, you could get that fixed and no one would have to notice. <laughs> People would notice. Because, so we had a friend who, once again, never thought of her nose. Just thought it was a no really normal nose. During the pandemic, when we were all under mask mandates, she got a nose job. And so she comes out the other side. And what like, takes, planning? Like, I think it just worked out that way. But I, like, the first time I was, like, she, like, took the mask uh, off, and I was like, something is different. What? It, like, it took me a while to realize. Right. it, like, didn't even occur to me. But I just kept thinking, like, no one would have to know. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't, I don't know if you would be able no, I to get a nose job without people noticing it. No. There's too much personality. People would notice. <laughs> People would notice. But for what it's worth, I've spent hours looking at you and never noticed anything about your earlobes, if that helps. It does. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Happy to help. I on um, So, like, my earlobes are, like, I have one connected and one dangly because you get them from your parents. And I forget which parent has which, but my one has one and one has the other. Um, my, like, my toes are, like, low-key, like, partially webbed between mm. a few of them. Like... It doesn't go, the the crack doesn't go all the way between the toes. <laughs> okay. So, like, it looks partially webbed between. Never noticed not that all, either. Right? Here's the thing. These aren't big. I'm not going to pay anyone to adjust these things. I'm right. just accepting. And my fingers are slightly crooked to the point that I can, 
hold my fingers together and I can see Hannah between my fingers <laughs> when I hold them together. Now, I never broke this finger. It's just always been like that. And I once went to flip off one of my friends in grad school and my middle finger is also crooked and it was like pointing to the side. And he's like, are you flipping off me or that dude over there? Because <laughs> your finger's pointing like an arrow. I was like, fuck you. What a burn. Oh, it was such a good burn. Uh, but the best burn was that one day I home for the holidays, hanging out with my dad. Chelsea, who do we know? Like, weird earlobes. They don't match. Yeah, dad, that's me. No, 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 no. It's not you. Like, weird fingers, too. <laughs> and, like, webbed toes. I was like, still me, dad. You're still describing your daughter. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. That couldn't possibly be you. I would remember that. And I'm like, you can deny it all you want. <laughs> still sitting here. Letting you know (laughs) it is me. Your earlobes have personality. I mean, why would you notice them? Right. Like, the only time that anyone ever really noticed them was when I was a kid. And, like, when you have, like, the cute little bob and they were, like, cutting it to be, like, an inch below my earlobes and couldn't figure out why it was crooked. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. What? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This is, this is a a book review podcast. We're here. We're, we are going to review the book. So, Hannah. It's all you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, we are reviewing the Dirty Curve today by Megan Brandy. Um, so I really enjoy this book. It's a little bit of a comfort read for me. Okay, it's very like um, there's an there's it's mostly plot, but none of it is like so intense or like mm. like trauma heavy that it is it evokes a lot of emotion does that make sense yeah but still enjoyable it's just an easy read yes it's a very easy read so um it's told from two perspectives so we open with Tobias he is a baseball player um and he is failing a couple of his classes specifically anatomy sports college romance sports college romance there is something about just sports college romances in general that I find deeply comforting so deeply comforting yeah like I but also in that way where like you've read one you've read them all mm-hmm. and like you keep reading them and they just keep changing the names but there's something so comforting. Well, and this one has, like, just enough of a twist where yeah. it, it, like, keeps you in it, but not so much that you're, like, this is a step too far. Like, you know what I mean? I don't. It takes because, too much energy to follow. Because I I, I just want to know the twist. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. So, um, Tobias has been told that he has to do mandatory tutoring. He is very unhappy about it. So, he's on his way to his uh, coach's office to talk to him about it. And he um, is thinking about how he is known as the playboy pitcher. And people are constantly, like, commenting on his sex life. And girls are all over him. And, you know, like, classic bullshit like that. So, on the way to the coach's office, he overhears a girl in the coach's office saying that she is not going to do it, assign him to somebody else. I'm not interested. I'm not doing it. Mm. And the coach is like, yes, the fuck you are. This is your, this is literally your fucking job. You're going to do what I tell you. And she is very clearly upset and she runs out of the office and doesn't even look at 
Tobias. I started calling him Toby. Honestly, I don't remember if they call him that in the book. But You're, it's a safe space to call him Toby. I am going to call him Toby. And we'll get to the nickname I gave the girl, which is less sensical. Which shouldn't be surprising to were anybody. Were you writing this outline when you were a few? Is she big mad when she's leaving the coach's <laughs> office, Anna? Yeah, she's big mad. You're correct. And for those who are wondering, um, Chelsea made our, our vodka lemonades today and did a little bit of a heavy pour. So we'll see where we get and how it looks by the end. Um but the great news is my face gets more pink the more I drink. I feel my face getting pink, actually. Like, I can feel the heat in it right now. So that's really fun. On that beautiful alabaster <laughs> skin. <laughs> and you know what? This morning, I was like, I'm looking a little pale. I'm going to put just, like, a little bit of cream blush on because I don't want to be mm. give, like, full ghost. And now I realize I didn't need it. So, um <laughs> Anyway, so she runs straight past Toby. She's so upset yeah. that the coach is like, yeah, you're going to do your job. Yeah. So the coach is like, she's going to do it, you know, and then tells him that she gets paid double for every hour she works with him. Um, and, you know, he's like, OK, um, well, fine, whatever. I don't really give a fuck. And then, um, he goes home and bangs some chick and he's just like bored with his life at this point. He's mm -hmm. like there, my life has no meaning outside of baseball. I don't care about school. I'm just trying to get drafted. I don't give a shit. So we switch to the girl's point of view. Her name is Meyer and I chose to call her lemons like Meyer lemons. I get it. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking, is yeah. Myers also an ice cream? Probably. Are you thinking like, of Briars? I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I feel like it's not quite right. <laughs> yeah, no, because I'm thinking it's not Briars. <laughs> 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 we also like. I'm only a few sips. I am also a few lemonade for this. We can't. I mean, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use vodka lemonade as a scapegoat. Correct. Um, and this lemonade was not made with Meyer lemons, for the record. I'm assuming. Or Briar's lemonade. <laughs> you know. Milk, milk, lemonade. Because <laughs> it was like neon green in the picture, so I don't think it was made with Meyer lemons. I hand squeezed all of those. <laughs> totally kidding. Well, so the funniest part was I accidentally dropped part of the lemonade powder packet on the counter, and then it's just like white powder, but then when it reacts with water, it turns green. So I'm like, I have like a Clorox wipe on her counter, and I'm wiping, I'm like, should I be consuming lemonade that turns this color on contact? This color that is not found in nature. I was like, fuck it, we're here. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay, so she's going to get double out, to double pay. I was going to say double That's times. what coach tells Toby. So... We switched to oh, Meyer's point of view. Yeah. We switched to Meyer's point of view. She is pissed that she has to uh, work with him and gets an email from him that's like basically, so you're going to do all my work, right? Good deal. Here mm. it is. Thanks. Okay, bye. Um, and she just chooses not to respond to it. She's like, I'm not going to give this my energy. Thanks, though. Um, and her bestie is there. Um giving her lots of love and support. This bestie, her name is Bianca. She's kind of like 
constantly in the background, but doesn't mm-hmm. give too much to the plot. Um, Is she the next book? Like I don't know. How most of these series go, you know? I don't know, because I didn't read it, um. but maybe. Um, <laughs> like, but I'm not betting against you. Correct. This. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, literally, I just started calling her Lemon. So, <laughs> Lemon says that... Um, uh, Bianca is the only one who stuck by her when shit got real, when things got really hard in her life. And then there's this moment where Meyer goes into her bedroom and she just says, hi, baby girl. And then the chapter ends. So we don't know who the fuck she's talking to. So. Does she have a child? She sure does. But it's like, does she? Who could it be? Whatever. So Toby goes to the library to meet with Tudor Girl because he put, like, in the email um, that he expects to see her at the library at such and such time and she should have all his work done by when when she shows up. So he goes and she's not there. And so he is pissed and goes to the tutoring center um, and they refuse to give her, to give him Meyer's number. Um, so he calls coach and, um, coach gives him the number mm-hmm. and she just won't respond to any of his texts because all of them are like, why aren't you here? Where's my work? It's supposed to be done. What's even the point of you? So coach is like, I'll take care of it. And so we switch back to Meyer Um, She does have a baby. The baby is sick, um, and she sees tons of texts and phone calls from Toby, um, but she is like, I'm just not, I just can't. Like, yeah, she's got a sick kid at this point. So she goes to respond to him, but then accidentally answers a phone call from the coach, Mm. and he tells her that um, when Toby wants something, she better do it. Um, and he threatens her job and is like, do you, do you like working? Do you like having money to eat? Then you're going to do what I say. Um, and so she just starts crying and hangs up the phone. So, um, two weeks later, coach tells Toby that he can't play because he's failing two classes. Um, he hasn't called Meyer. He still doesn't know her name. By the way, he just calls her tutor girl. He just knows the girl who ran out of coach's office is supposed to be doing all of this shit for me. Right. Okay. And so he hasn't called her. So Toby gets super annoyed that he can't play um, and is like, I'll get it done. Whatever. Texts the tutor. Um, and uh, she just says, sends him her office hours. She's like, no, here are my office hours. Um, so he threatens to call coach if she doesn't show up when he says, um, and she finally agrees to show up. So, um, Bestie is watching the baby. Toby's irritated. She won't look at him. She like won't make eye contact, won't look at him at all. And it's just all business, um, and is not showing any interest in him at all, which he finds to be unacceptable. Just the narcissism is just, it's there. Um, is that something that is going to like be worked through or is that just like, he's just, okay. Yeah. So he never know. I feel like that is one of those things that like some books are like, wow, he's a dick. They're like, oh, we're really just committing to accepting the dickish behavior. No. So he really does 
turn it around. So um, I had a patient recently ask me because I was walking with purpose. Um, he was like, are you on your way to humble a man? Because that's what that look says. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> and Meyer is on her way to humble a man. So um, before that, he asks if she's on drugs because she's looking really messy. She's got like a stain on her shirt and stuff. And um, I feel this in my soul. He's like, I know you do. And honestly, part of why I wanted to review this is because very much later, there's a kink in here that I'm like, ooh, um, but I can't identify with it. So. Oh, good. You could. <laughs> you could. So we'll get there. Oh, but um, he is, um, he'd like ask if she's on drugs and she's like, yep, super high. Thank you for asking. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So um, he just continues to make more and more demands on her time. And she is like, I can't meet before noon. Like, what part of this do you not understand? And he's like, you're just going to have to fucking figure it out. Sucks mm. to suck. But in his mind, he's like, well, she gets paid double for me, though. So why, like, why wouldn't she want to spend more time? Because she's getting paid extra. Yes, and the world revolves around him. Correct. Yeah. Um, so it, he just continues, like, they continue to meet, and she, like, she continues to show no interest in him as a person at all, and he really is not a fan of that. Um, so he buys her a coffee because he's, like, maybe, like, we'll have a conversation, um, and he's just really agitated that nothing he's doing is, like, permeating. Right. She's okay. just all business all the time. So, um, she, he's like, well, athletes take priority and she gets super mad. She's like, yeah, athletes take priority. Your coach has made that abundantly fucking clear. Like mm. my time doesn't mean anything. And he's like, coach has done, coach basically saved my life. Like coach mm. literally gave this to me. Why are you like this about him? He is a great man. And she's like, <laughs> sure he is. Whatever. And there's a lot of weird tension that we don't really understand yet. I have a hypothesis as to... Can I tell you my hypothesis? Please do. I was going to say, what's the hypothesis? Coach is the baby's daddy. Possibly. Okay. Like, I realize there's still a lot of book to get through. But I'm like... I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay, fair enough. So... Lemon gets a call from Coach to show up at his office. So she goes to meet with him, and he rearranged her schedule and took away some of her students to spend more time with Toby. Um, and she's really upset because she actually gets paid by the student, not by the hour, and he is taking away 25% of her income by hmm. restructuring this. Um, and he is like, I don't really give a shit. And in her mind, she's like, I just really wish that he would look at me like he used to, but there's none of that there. None of it at all. So. I feel like I'm right. I feel like you might be right too. <laughs> like, but I'm not going to say that too loudly. Because <laughs> there's still more book, Chelsea. Okay. So much more. So um, it's been two weeks of tutoring. Um, she continues to be super professional. And he asks her to dinner. 
Um, Toby asks her to dinner. Not the coach. Correct. And um, she's like, no, I'm not doing that. So he chases her out of the library, and she is like, can you please step away from me? Because there are plenty of people here. You're going to start some kind of weird rumor, and I'm not interested in that. Like, step away from me. And he gets more mad, um, and she finally is like, what's my name, Toby? And he's like, uh. Wait, we're this far in, and he still doesn't know her name? It's been like four weeks. And he doesn't know her name. So she's like, "Mm, yeah, like, you're into it. You want to take me to dinner? That's great. What's my fucking name? And he's like, I'm sure you have one. Like, (laughs) So is he into her romantically or is he still just, like, trying to, like, get her to interact with him like a human? It's more like a weird curiosity thing. Mm, Okay. Like, he's like, what? I can't read anything about her. She doesn't seem to be interested in me. She's not lusting after me like most girls. What Mm. is her deal? I don't get it. So she just walks away from him at that point. He's like, I don't know your name. And I am just realizing that. And he's like super horny about it. And he doesn't understand any of it. Super horny about it? Super horny about it. I don't know what descriptor. I thought we were about to use, but horny wasn't, wasn't the one that I thought we were going to land on. Right. Well, my notes say he's super hard, so whatever. So Toby is continuing to really struggle. He's not getting any of the information as Meyer is trying to tutor him. And so she takes him to the baseball diamond to help him learn. She does some weird thing with like the chambers of the heart or something. I don't know. Um... So they start playing a little, and they start having a lot of fun, and she finally takes off her hoodie because at this point, she's been in leggings and super huge hoodies every time they've gotten together. And he realizes she has a rockin' bod. Yeah. Says, uh, Toby decides she's a goddess. That's a direct quote. (laughs) Um, And then all of a sudden, she's like, I gotta go. Um, And... She, he's like, can you, like, look at me, though? That'd be really cool. She doesn't give him any kind of reaction and just dips out. Mm. So Toby's at a bar after the game, and um, he's just not into any of the girls who are throwing themselves at him. And he walks outside just to get some air, and he sees Lemon walking alone. It's, like, really late at night, and she's just walking by herself. Um, and he's, like— worried about her like why are you doing that this Mm -hmm. isn't safe and so he catches up to her and starts walking her wherever she's going and she's like it'd be cooler if you left me the fuck alone i do this all the time like go away Mm -hmm. um but he walks her all the way back to campus um and he's like trying to mess with her to get a reaction and again direct quote uh pretty sure you were calling me daddy and telling me not to stop last night and she says back Oh, Daddy, I could never forget our night together. Believe me, I tried. And he's like, what? (laughs) Super confused by the whole interaction. So he leaves her. She makes it where she's going safely. Um, So then he starts going out to the bar to every night to see if she's walking by herself Mm -hmm. and he knows that she wouldn't like welcome him walking her so he just starts following her to make sure that she's safe but doesn't approach her which gives this really weird like Mm -hmm. protective energy but also stalker energy that's really difficult to like reconcile yeah 
That's one of those where it's like the whole like, if you're into them, it's sweet. If you're not into them, it's like really unsettling. Yeah. Like, oh, he liked me so much. He knew I was like walking home. And so he was like, how sweet is that? Versus if you don't like him, you're like. Yikes. He was hiding in the shadows watching me walk home every night. <laughs> this is not okay. Right. So um, eventually he talks her into going to dinner with him. They go get pizza. It's really sweet. She reads to him and he starts to realize like, oh no, like I'm into her. Like up to this point, it's been this weird curiosity and like I just want to get laid sort of thing. But then at this point when she's reading to him, he's like, oh, no, like, I really like her as a person. Mm. So that's when it sort of turns for her. So Toby has an away game, and he is really concerned that he's not going to be there to walk her home, to, like, follow her home. (laughs) So he calls her um, to make sure that she's okay. Um, And she is like, I am in a tutoring session. Like, I thought this was important. I'm fine. I'm tutoring. Bye. And he realizes that he's really jealous. Like, who is she tutoring? Is it one of the football players? Is he cute? Like, what? what's happening? Mm. Um, so it's a whole thing. So then there's, like, a whole studying montage of super cute moments with Aww. them together. Um, and he starts to get to her, and she tells her best friend. Um, and she's like, I really like him, but I can't. Like, I can't go for it. Um but we don't know why. Like, what's holding her back from all of that? I think I do. I bet you do. But we already heard my guesses. So we'll we just... We did. <laughs> we'll just continue. And we see will. if all of my hypotheses that you've already confirmed should have been confirmed. <laughs> okay. Um, so again, more, tutor- more tutoring really sweet times. Um, Toby decides to go to her other job which is at a diner so all these times she's walking home late he realizes she's wearing a a uniform so goes to the diner where she works and drives her home and tells her about all the times that he followed her back to campus to make sure that she was safe um and she's like that is kind of sweet like thank you for making sure that I was okay um and then all of a sudden like totally like they're having this really sweet moment and then all of a sudden she like leaps out of the car and he's like what are you okay like what is happening and she like sprints across the street and her bestie is there telling her that she can't find Bailey's Mimi and Toby's like what the what the fuck is that Mm. situation um and Lemon like climbs in the black back seat and reemerges with a baby um and hold on hold on hold on i'm very confused by how this was just worded yeah why you're nodding like yeah you should be confused by how this because the chapter is confusing so did bianca they were in the parking lot yeah of her apartment because he was driving her home so Bianca was somewhere with the baby and just also happened to be in the parking lot. She was getting in the car with the baby. So the baby was in the car. Bianca was I going think, to the I store. I think that's the part that I... Yeah. It was like, he, she leaped out. Bianca's standing there. They're looking for this. Suddenly, there's a ba- she reaches in the back seat and there's a baby. I'm like, what? Who's back seat? Bianca's. Bianca's. <laughs> I'm, Bianca was like, was like, I was, like, I was trying to go to really the store. This for a second. <laughs> 
And then I was there's like, a baby. The baby was in Toby's backseat. I was like, Bianca's. I get it. Bianca's backseat. Bianca's backseat. Okay, so Bailey is the baby's name. Bailey is the baby. Um, and so Toby is like, oh, oh. no. Like, I get it now. And he feels like a total heel for all the times that he demanded that she meet him at a certain time and, like, whatever. But then he remembers that coach told him that she gets paid extra for meeting with Mm -hmm. him. And so he's like, I'm just going to fall behind so that she can get paid more. Even though he doesn't know she doesn't actually get paid more. Right. He thinks he's doing her a favor. And so he intentionally stops doing his work and falls behind so that coach will demand he meet with her more. Um, Oh, no. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Toby. I know. He's really trying to help. It's so sweet in theory. So sweet it's in theory. It's not going to work how you think it will, my, my guy. No. So then the next day, Meyer wakes up early, and she has a text from Toby offering to do their tutoring session that Sunday via Zoom so that she doesn't have to leave the house and she can stay Aww. with her baby. Um, And she declines, and he's like, well, but— can I call you later? Would that be okay? Um, And she forgets that he asked that and switches shifts at the diner so she doesn't answer when he calls. And um, he kind of freaks out, and she gets home, and he's there at her apartment with pizza. He was like, well, I was really worried you didn't answer, and I was worried you maybe you didn't eat. So, like, I brought you some dinner. Like, Aww. um, He's had a lot of growth. He Very has quickly. had a lot of growth. We he has that. had a lot of growth. Um, and then he says, he doesn't even try to go in. He's like, I just brought this for you, and I will see you on Sunday. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. Um, she doesn't realize that he said, I'll see you here on Sunday. And so he shows up to her apartment for their tutoring session, mm. trying to make it easier for her. So the baby is sleeping They go out to the patio to study, and all his work is already done. And she's like, why are we having this session? And he's like, in his mind, he's like, getting you paid, babe. And she's like, you're literally wasting my Sunday morning. (laughs) Bless it. Yeah. Um, So then the baby wakes up, and um, he's like, trying to give her some space, because she's like, well, I have to feed her. And he's like... Have you eaten? Let me cook for you. I'm going to go back to my apartment and make us some food and I'll bring it back. And she's like, okay, like, why are you being so nice to me? This is really fucking weird. Mm -hmm. But he's trying to be respectful of her space and everything. Mm -hmm. So they eat and the baby, Toby notices, has bright blue eyes just like his. And he's like, oh, that's really sweet. Um, And he holds her as she falls asleep and he's like, this is actually really nice. Like, this was really cute. Um, and no, so... Nothing like some baby cuddles. Nothing like some baby cuddles. And then they wake up and start screaming, and it no longer feels that way. Well, um, that's why I like other people's babies, because I can get the cuddles and then hand them back when they start to scream or smell. I, too, like other people's <laughs> babies. <laughs> but do you like yours? Oh, I love mine. I know I'm you do. i with mine. Took a while. <laughs> it did take a minute. It, it took a minute. It did take a minute, yeah. yeah. But we're there now. No, I think it's like, I, I think, and I we've talked about this before, but it's weird because, and at least, like, this was my journey. And I feel like some people, they're like, 
they have a baby and the first moment that they look at that baby, they're like, my world is complete. What was I doing before I had this child? Right. Like, my entire axis has shifted. And I was sitting there and I was just like looking at him and I'm like, I'm sure you'll be cool, but I don't know you. (laughs) Like right now, you're just kind of like a tiny lump. Yeah. Who needs a lot. Yeah. And there's no interaction. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's not like. There's no, nothing given back. Yeah. And I'm not saying like you have a kid for the sake of being like, I have a kid for the way my baby makes me feel. Like. Right. No. But it's just weird when you're like. Okay, like, I think I felt more indebted to mm-hmm. my baby mm-hmm. and, like, obligated to mm-hmm. care for my baby more than I was like, I'm a mom. This is, like, fucking A. A friend from Nashville, she, like, DM'd me when I posted a photo of Ford, like, in the first, like, month or two of having him. And she's like, isn't being a mommy just, like, the best thing ever? Yeah. I, it was within the first month because I remember just sitting there and, like, I think I'd, like, spit up in my hair and I was just so sleepy. And I was, like, reading her message and I, and I wanted to respond and be like, is this sarcasm? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized, I'm like, oh, no, you are one of those people who, sincere. like, feels this way. And I, yeah. and I love that. But I also think, like, I felt like I was wrong for not feeling that way right I was like oh no like am I a psychopath that I don't automatically love my baby and like no. like all of these posts to people like this guy's like and I just walked in like two days after my wife had our baby and she's sitting there sobbing holding her and being like we could have done this sooner I could have loved her sooner and I'm like my life was really fucking awesome before I had a baby <laughs> <laughs> like not in a it's no, like, I get what you mean. It sounds so shitty. But I also no, feel I like get it. This, it needs to be a more normalized conversation. Yeah. That, like, life can be awesome and complete without babies. Yes. And if you choose to have one to, like, add to the team, that's great. If you want to add a baby to your team, absolutely. Let no man stop you. But if you're on the fence about adding a baby to your don't team. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's don't no do take it. backs. Correct. You can't return the baby to Sears. No. No. The hospital literally makes you sign a piece of paper saying no take backs. <laughs> mm. Well, that, like, I think that was, like, the the weirdest shift for me. Especially my husband and I were having this conversation recently um, where he's, he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, like, being young, dating, married. He's like, no one ever, like, pressured me. He's like, like, truly, no, our family's never, like, so when are we getting great? Like, Never getting a, the grandkid pressure, anything like that. Mm. Mind you, both of our parents have grandkids from our other siblings, so there was a little less pressure on us in general. Right. Um, but Vance was like, I feel like since we've had Ford, people have really started being like, so when are you having your next one? Right. Oh, when's the next? Right. No, ma'am. So my dad put it in his speech at our wedding party. Like, can't wait to start seeing grandkids. Oh. And I was like, you're going to have to. <laughs> and then you're like, are you sure you can't? Because you already are, and you're doing it with style and grace. Uh, so much style and grace. My dad's <laughs> great. So then a couple weeks ago, we were at my niece's, niece and nephew, because they're born really close together, um, their birthday party with my husband and his family and his uncle 
leans over and is like, why don't you guys have any yet? Is it you or is it him? <gasps> so not just like, holy shit balls. Yeah. And I was like, it's me. And he went, you're still the best thing that's ever happened to him. And Aww. I was like, I know. <laughs> well, it was like. What a weird and sweet interaction. He's so old. Like, and it's, I mean, I, we just are choosing not to. But I was just like, it's me. Because he may not understand that, like, we're just, you know, I didn't want to get into that. So I was just like, it's me. Well, but I, and I also think when you, like, are just trying to say, like, we, we don't want, like, this is a choice. Right. People are so quick to invalidate and minimize your choice. They're like, oh, you'll change your mind. Oh, you're young. Yeah. You'll change your mind. Like, I'm not that young, my guy. Like, I told Matt, like... (laughs) recently i was like so listen babe because i just had a birthday as did you happy birthday yeah i realized that we didn't text each other happy <laughs> we birthday. Didn't. i realized that on my sister's birthday which was the 19th i was like oh chelsea's birthday was the 9th <laughs> no the funny thing was on my birthday i was like hannah's birthday was yesterday and you know it just left me. And no one was upset. No. What a beautiful thing in friendship. <laughs> what an excellent friendship yeah, we have. Yeah, like, we have full, robust lives. We do. We show up and enjoy ourselves when we have the time. And outside of that... There's no expectation. No one is offended. No. Not a single person is offended. Not at all. But I told Matt, and I was like, well, I just turned 32. And I was like, so listen... If I get to be 35 and there are no kids, I'm getting my tubes tied, just for the record, because I cannot imagine a worse life. Like, already the idea of pregnancy makes me kind of terrified and nauseous. Um, And so, like, the idea of pregnancy after 35 is, like, not something I want to do. Your geriatric pregnancy. Correct. Like, that's not something I want to do. I don't want to be, have advanced maternal age. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yikes. Well, no, thank like, you. I think that's a an interesting conversation as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have people like I have girls who were in my youth group when I worked in youth ministry who have three kids now. Ah. Like, they were students when I was in grad school, high school students when I was in grad school. I've been out of grad school for a decade. It makes sense, right? Like these right. things happen. But it's also one of those where I'm like, okay, so I feel like you either have the energy to chase after all of the kids, but like. You're, you? you're eating a lot of, like, boxed mac and cheese and, like, mm-hmm. things just aren't as stable. Or you wait until you're a little bit or- older and more established to have children. And then I'm like, I don't – but but now I don't have all of this energy to trace you forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a conundrum. Yeah. So my aunt um, – my aunt got married at 38. I think when they came back from their honeymoon, they were already – pregnant and then right after they had their daughter they got pregnant again because she got married at 38 and they wanted to have kids and then they had twins so at like 40 years old she had three under three the most impressive thing the most terrifying thing and that (laughs) like oh my god no yeah because my mom had me when she was 37 and my sister when she was 40 Mm -hmm. yeah like yikes I don't know it's just a different world yeah I don't want to do that I have no desire. I was like, I feel like, I was like, getting pregnant at 30, I was like, this feels like the right. The right time. Yeah. 
if there is such a thing. Right. I'm like, we're established. We're not strapped. Like, Mm -hmm. financially, we're in a good place. But also that, like, I'm like, I I don't think I – I don't – know if I want more now and that is also another weird and validating thing when people are like whenever I'm like yeah you know I really love my one kid and they're like but don't you want him to have siblings and they're like once you get to like a year and a half you'll change your mind I don't owe my son more kids for the record right like and I've had people be like oh like he'll like you know like my husband was an only child and his mom said, she was like, well, you know, like, Vance really wanted a sibling growing up. But I'm like, you didn't owe Vance a sibling. And look, he didn't get a sibling. Right. Except for the older ones. But I'm like. But he has great friends who may as well be siblings that he's yes. had his whole life. 1,000. It's like, fine. Yeah, I think I like felt in my head. I was like, oh, no. Will my child be okay in the world if they're an only child? I'm like. Right. Yeah, there are a lot of only children. They're going to be fine. fine. Like, I, I think I told you, a friend of mine, um. She she actually got her tubes tied, like, last week or two weeks ago. Mm, um, yeah. She was really anxious about it and everything. And she's doing okay. Poor thing. She was like, yeah, so this really does hurt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know. Um, but people were, like, invalidating her decision to do that. And it was just really gross. That's so shitty. Yeah. So, anyway, no one invalidated Meyer's decision. <laughs> No one invalidated Myers' decision. She No one invalidated Myers. Well, we don't maybe they did. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but um she he wants her to go to her game, go to his game, and she can't. Um and you know, she watches it though and texts him congratulations and he's already on her way, on his way over to her place with popcorn. Like it's those kinds of things where he's like mm. showing up for her without expectation. Um, and so they fall asleep together, you know, while he they're hanging out and she wakes up to the baby crying, but he has already like gotten up to get the baby and like brings her to Meyer so Meyer can feed her and they fall back asleep. And it's just this really sweet moment um, that would be really gross if he hadn't already had all this interaction with the baby. Because, like, I would be like, don't touch my fucking kid if this was some rando that I was tutoring. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Hannah. I think that's been the whole book. I guess I've been, like, building this. But even still, at first when I read it, I was like, I don't know that I would be okay with him just, like, going into my baby's room. But then I had to, like, I was like, okay, well, I guess she is. So that's what matters. I mean, I think there's been a lot of buildup and trust and, like, relationship building. Like, it's not like it's their first tutoring session. Right. And he's like, oh, your baby's crying? Babies love me. Like, that's not <laughs> right. Allow me. Like, no. But anyway, so all this, real, all, lots of sweetness from all of that. And so then Coach demands that uh, Meyer go on uh, an away game with them. And apparently, like, Toby worked it out. She gets paid, like, hella bank for all of this. He shows up with a rental so that she can take the baby instead of paying someone to watch the baby for a few days. Um, mm-hmm. So she gets even more money from that. And um, Toby's very sweet with the baby, like, buys her, like, a little baseball, like, a squishy and, like, all this other stuff. Um, So they have adjoining rooms. Um, They're hanging out together. It's really great. Um, And he's, like, waiting for her to make a move, but she doesn't. And he's, like, 
Come on. He's like, I'm trying so hard to be really respectful and show you that, like, yeah. I'm worth it. That I'm willing to wait and that I really care about you. But, like, I want you to make the first move and you're not. And I'm like, what am I? Like, ugh. So she asks to shower in his room so they don't wake the baby. And he's like, yeah, of course. And he is like, my notes say that he starts feeding the geese. I love the hand motion <laughs> attached to it. Yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> okay. And then he's like, what am I doing? Like, no, no, no. Like, her baby's in the other room. She's, like, maybe not into me like that. Like, I need to, like, slow my fucking roll. And so she finally gets out of the shower, and he's like, are you into me? And she's like, I can't answer that. Have a great night. And, like, Aww. goes to bed separately. So he takes them to meet his parents, like her and the baby, because they're near his hometown. And mom is like going off about how, like, when are you going to stop playing a child's game? And like, you're not like all this other shit. About baseball? About baseball. Okay. So then he is just like, I'm just going to take the baby outside. Thank you. And like goes outside. And Lemon stands up for Toby hard. Like, she's really upset. She's like, do you understand what he does? Do you understand how hard it is and the time and the hours he puts in? And um, he hears it because he comes back in and hears the tail end. Um, And so then he's like, you have to come to my game. Like, please come to my game, Meyer. Like, Mm. it would mean so much to me. And she's like, of course. So she... Gets the baby ready, gets herself ready, and then his mom shows up and is like, you know what? You helped me realize, like, I really regret the way that I raised him and, like, comparing him to his older brother and all this other bullshit. And Meyer is like, would you like to go to his game? And gives him the ticket. Or gives mom the ticket to go to his game. And so he— Which is sweet, but not— what he right. was hoping for. So he's freaking out because she's not there, but then he sees his mom and is like, oh my God, because mom's never come to any of his games. So it's a really sweet moment. Um, and so then um, he- Well, at um, least it was sweet. Yes, like I was, was like, sweet. I was like emotionally preparing myself for you to tell me that like- He's he was heartbroken. Pi- yeah. No, like, he was he like- was pissed and there was a fight or like- Something mm-hmm. said he, like, saw his mom and, like, connected the dots and realized. Right. See, that's what we were saying earlier. There's just something about, like, the drama never fully sends it. Not in, really. In the comfort reads. Not really. Um, and so he, like, um, they get back. He backs her into a wall and, like, kisses her um, or is about to. And Coach calls him. And so he has to leave. Um and they they win because they have a second game. They win. And then he has an interview with a, a very saucy reporter who's, like, very clearly flirting with him and into it. Um, and he is like, well, I have somebody waiting at, at home, so I got to go. And she's like, me? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Wait. Lemon is like me? Like, is watching the interview yeah. and— Okay. Yeah. I thought you were. We switched to Lemon's point of view. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, yeah, he's talking to the host, just clearly into him. And he's like, I've got someone at home. And she's like, me? And I'm like, wait, Not what? Not the reporter. <laughs> Lemon. I'm sorry. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, bold assumption to. No. <laughs> You're interviewing someone. It's like, I've got someone at home. 
She's just like, like, is it, it me? me? It's our first time meeting. He's clearly down. He's into me. <laughs> um, so then um, Meyer runs into the coach in the hotel, um, and he's looking for Toby, and he insinuates that he went out to a bar. And she's like, did he? Because in the interview, he made it very clear he was, like, going straight back because he wanted to get back to her. So, um, but it's been four hours since then. Uh-oh. And she locks the door to the adjoining room and then hears a woman's laughter like under the door. And she's like, I was very stupid. Like I really thought that he was coming back for me and he wasn't. So we switch to Toby. He wakes up apparently very hungover in Coach's room and is has no idea how he got there. He was like, I literally was on my way back to Meyer. And it's morning, and she doesn't know where I am, and she doesn't, like, I didn't go home. Like, this is bad. This is really bad. And so Coach says that he called uh, drunk, and Toby, like, Coach had to go pick Toby up. And so he's freaking out. Coach gives him or tries to give him some pills. He's like, these will help with the hangover. Yeah. These will help with your hangover. And it's meant to be, like, it's ibuprofen or something like that. Um, But he doesn't take it. And he gets back to his room, and Lemon is walking out with, like, all her bags packed and the baby. Um, And he tries to explain, and she's like, I never should have expected anything from you. We didn't have anything. Like, Mm. we never had any agreement. There was no expectation. And I'm really sorry that I had expectations of you. I should have known better. Like, apologies. Um, Not like passive-aggressive. No, it's very, like, like, resigned, like, mm, acceptance, really. Um, And he has... worse. Yeah. It's very sad. Like, you know, and then he has no idea what she's talking about, and then his door opens, and his teammate walks out with the reporter. Oh. So his teammate had taken his key and gone into the room, and Meyer thought that And Meyer was standing there with him and, like, watch the teammate and right. reporter walk out. Right. Okay. Um, and so then um he kisses her and they make out super hardcore and she agrees to come to his game. It's all very sweet. So um blah blah blah. Oh, so then later um Toby sees a picture of him and Meyer making out with the baby like at their feet in her little carrier. Um, in the school paper. So the reporter had taken a picture and mm. published it. And he's very upset. He's like, I got to tell Meyer in person. This is really bad. Um, Why is it really bad? Because she doesn't want, she's been very clear that she's like, I can't be with you. I don't want that kind of attention. Like, I don't, mm. I'm not interested okay. in it. So, um, he goes to see her, but she's gone and she texts him and says she won't be home that night. She'll be home the next day. She'll call him later. And he's kind of concerned, but he's like, whatever. His friends invite him to a junior college baseball game. So he decides to go and he sees Lemon there with another dude, like across the field. And he gets big mad. Um, You know, I get it. Yeah. I'd probably get big mad. Yeah. He's yeah. big mad. So he punches the guy in the face, which oh. may have been a step too far. Oh, one. That's bigger mad than you would have gotten. That's big, big mad. <laughs> That's a double big. Double big. That's a big mac. Yeah. Big mac mad. I hated that. But I, I said it. We committed. 
um, so then, yeah, he punches him in the face, and she's like, this is my brother, you dipshit. And he's like, my bad. Maybe I should have asked before I started throwing bows. Yeah. Um, So they go back to Lemon's apartment with the brother, and they're all hanging out. They're having a great time. And then Bianca and Bro are like, we'll watch the baby. You guys go out and have a good time. Like, Mm -hmm. go have a good time. We got the baby. So they go to a party, and he's, like, very weirdly possessive and jealous the whole time. Like, in a way that she's into, or in a way that's, like, annoying her, or in a neutral way? She's into it, but to me, it was, like, ooh, a little bit red flaggy. But, like, most of these are like that, where it's, like, a little bit red flaggy, but you get into it, and it's not. I, quite frankly... I don't know if I've read a single romance novel that doesn't have some element that you're like. That's a red flag. Eh? Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, because that, like, that's every dude in a romance novel. Mm-hmm. I've never read a romance novel about a me- a meek pacifist. Right. Someone who's well-adjusted and healthy. No. Not at all. No. That doesn't. Equal great sex? It doesn't, apparently. Trauma apparently equals great sex. Trauma bonds equal great (laughs) sex. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, I hated that. I said it and I hated it. (laughs) It doesn't, for the record. You don't have to be traumatized. Your partner doesn't have to be traumatized. For the record, you can have a really great sex life. It can be great and fulfilling. Um, Without emotional turmoil. Correct. But it's because, like, she knows all the athletes because she tutors them. So they're all coming up and they're like, what's up, babe? Like, all very platonically. But he's like, no. Yet another dude. Right. Yet another dude. Right. He's like, I hate it. They're all coming after my goddess. Right. So she steps out to call home to check on the baby and coach shows up and he is extremely nasty to her and says that they had a deal that she stay away from his athletes. He threatens to withdraw her from school. Um, And then he tells her about the article on the school website because Toby has yet to do it. Mm. So um, he tells her that Toby is being pulled from her schedule to end it with him and that's it. And so she makes out with Toby some more after Coach leaves, and then he takes her home. So, like, Coach, you can't have it both ways. You he took wants away, it all the ways. You took away part of her caseload, right? So that she could spend more time with him. And now he's like, "Well, I hated that situation, so don't do that anymore." No, not like that, right? I meant it differently. So. Toby is texting her, and he's, like, going by her job because she says she's at work. She's not there. Wait, 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 wait. Coach left. They made out more. He takes her home. He takes her home. This is, like, the next day or two days later. And the next day. So is she pissed about the article? If she made out with Matthew Ritter, was she just like, oh, okay, here's a fact. She's more, like, scared about it. Scared. Because Coach is, like, making all these threats, right? So Toby is texting her, trying to go see her. She's brushing him off, like, very clearly ghosting him. Mm-hmm. And um, she, he's like, okay, well, she's like, I'm going to go see my brother, like, obviously avoiding him. And he's like, well, I could stop by. Like, Aww. you're supposed to be home. And she's really not responding. And he's kind of freaking out because— um, 
he has an away game and he's like trying to see her before, oh, before he leaves. He town. Um, and she knows what she's doing and she feels awful about it. But um Toby shows up while she's tutoring someone else, and so she runs. And he's <laughs> like, What the fuck is happening? But she's like in obvious avoidance mode. So I obviously haven't read this one yet, but I have some guesses, but when he, he shows up to another tutoring session and she runs in my head, she's just sitting in the library with someone and Toby walks up and without saying a word, she just literally picks up and like takes off and like, that is what happens. Like yeah. leaves her stuff level of like, I don't remember if she like, left in my, stuff. in my head, she just like sees him and like rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely the energy. So she gets away from him, and then she has an email of an acceptance letter to UF. So they're in California, I think. Oh. So she has this acceptance of a transfer to UF. Has this been a thing? So she's been thinking about, like, maybe I could try to leave, Mm -hmm. but she feels like she can't. But she still is, like, taking steps to be like, maybe I could. So she has this acceptance letter. She's like, oh, it's all real now. Okay. So, Toby is waiting for her when she gets home. I'm also, here's the unfortunate thing. I'm just, like, not a UF fan. Me I'm either. not, like, a huge, like, school rah-rah No, person. I don't care, yeah. I just feel like I have a lot of allegiance to FSU. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like UF was, like, the... The default. Over height? Yeah. Like... Mm-hmm. Like, people who went there cared a lot more that they yeah. went there. Oh, yeah. 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 My brother-in-law works there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. On, like, their um, maintenance team or whatever. Yeah. He could give a shit less. But he's excited because if he works there, my nephews could go for free. Oh, hell yeah. So he's, like, leaning into that. Here's the thing. If I were offered free acceptance, like, yes. I'm not saying I wouldn't go. Right. To, to be clear, I would go. Yeah. I never applied. When Me I either. Like, Me either. I did apply to UCF for a doctoral program, but then decided um, not to go. I went to Chicago School of Professional Psychology mm. for their international psychology program. Huh. And then very quickly got into their program. And one, that was when all of my health issues were going on. So I was like, this is not the season to be in my doctorate. And I like dropped out of my PhD program three weeks in. Um, But moreover, my my brain just went completely blank. Oh, I just got into it and realized it wasn't what I – like, I was right. like, this is a great program, and I, like, see where the benefit of this is. But it's not for what I want. And, yeah, I was like, I don't actually think, like, if I wanted to pivot into this arena, this would be a really great and cool thing. I was like, but that is not where I think I am in this season. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I uh, I didn't apply to, so fun fact, undergrad and grad school. I applied to one school, and I went to the one school I applied for, for mm. both of them. Nice. But all, and I'm not shitting on my education at all. Like, so so hear me when I say that. I will also say, I did not apply to schools that I felt like were really outside of. Right. Like, it's not like I was like, ooh, 
I'm reaching. I'm I'm applying for brown, and I'll see if I make it into the right. Ivies. Like, I was like, this is what I want to do. This school has a great program for it. Yep. I meet the requirements. I'm going to apply to this option. Yeah. And I just applied to one for each of them. I think I did two for each. Oh, damn. You, you blew that up. I did. I went for it. Yeah, I really did. It all worked out in the end. Here we are. Where did um, you do undergrad? Uh, North Georgia College. I knew that. It's UNG now. Yeah. It changed names. Because then you worked at UNG. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a I weird thing. Works at, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anywho. Okay, so all that said, he's, she runs. Yes. So then he. And she has the UF acceptance letter. Right. Yeah. So then he's waiting for her outside her apartment when she gets home. He's, like, been waiting for her. Um, and he's like, when can I see you? How can I support you? Like, I want to be here for you. And she's like, listen, you're not my student anymore. And, like, closes the door. He didn't know. So she closes the door. Um, And he goes to coach and has an absolute mental breakdown about it and is, like, put me back on her schedule. Because he's, like, Mm -hmm. something was growing between us. I know that it was. She's pretending that she was just my tutor, but I know she wasn't. Like, if I can get back on her schedule and, like, she has to see me, like, it'll work out. And um, he punches his coach in the face because coach is, like, I'm not doing it. Like, she, whatever, whatever. So, um, he is spiraling, like big time spiraling. He winds up punching his catcher in the face at a game. Oh. Uh, he gets ejected. He Can't puts hands that. on an ump. Like it's a whole thing. Um, and he just is melting down. Meyer is watching all of this on TV and she is thinking that she can protect him if she just holds strong and transfers and doesn't talk to him anymore, like, that he'll level out. He'll be okay. Um, And so he is hammered. He just gets super drunk because he's like, I don't understand. Like After he was, the game, that, like that night? Or, yeah. Okay. So he's like building a bond with this baby and with this girl and he like loves both of them. And he's like, I don't understand. So he gets very drunk and goes to the batting cages. And essentially, and y'all like think through this for a moment if you've ever been to batting cages. He just lets the ball machine pelt him over and over again because he is like so drunk initially he's like hitting them but then he's like i don't give a fuck and just like stands there and lets the ball like there's angst here that like there's not enough trauma background that i feel like there should be this level of angst like that can do like legit Legit damage. damage yeah that's not like me throwing a baseball at you and having it hit you in the chest yeah which I think it goes without saying. That would still be bad. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> we don't need to fear for our lives. <laughs> you might need to cover your face because I'll probably right. miss. Right. Well, but also, like, my nose has enough personality. <laughs> it's been broken enough. She doesn't need assistance. You don't want to add some of the Owen Wilson personality? No. I've got enough of a bump anyway. Is Owen Wilson Jewish? I don't know. Does he just have the nose for his nose has personality. <laughs> what personality would my nose have? Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, um, all that's happening. He goes to practice hungover, and his buddy is like, uh, you look like 
when I took Molly. And when I did that, coach gave me some pills to flush my system. And I kept some of them. Do you want them? And like hold his hand out. And they're the same pills that the coach tried to give him at their away game. And Toby's like, hold the fucking phone. Because he knows that he did not get that drunk when mm. they were at this away game. And so, um, yeah, he, Toby's like, I know I did not put myself in a situation where I would right. pass out like that. Right. Cause I was looking forward to spending time with Meyer and Bailey. So like, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And, but he couldn't remember and mm. he had no reason to distrust coach. So he just leaves practice. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm going home and leaves. I get it. Also the ice has melted and this is. Fun. Yeah. Mine was also melt, but it's not. Considering how much vodka was in it when we started, it's not that bad. No, it really isn't. It may in be a way better. that I'm like, God damn, this is drinkable. In a way that I feel like is more dangerous now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're doing great. I could take a much bigger gulp then, which is dangerous. So, all right, you know icing people. Yeah. When, I don't know if you've ever seen my husband get iced. I have never seen someone down the Smirnoff faster. I don't know how he does it. Like. Like physically? Like he will take a knee. I've recorded a video. And by the time I hit record, I, like he was already done drinking the, the Smirnoff. Like he'll down it in like three seconds. I'm like, how do you, he's like, I just opened my throat. And I'm like, what, what do you. You just open your throat, which is funny because I feel like, like, teas, lemonades, things like that, I can just, like, twug, chug. Twug. I can twug it. (laughs) Twug. (laughs) I'm not even, I'm not even drunk. That's the best part about this. Like, I can just, like, chug and chug and chug and, like, really take those down. And then as soon, I don't know if it's a carbonation. Is that what it is? When it's like a soda or something? Like, yeah. Because I feel the same way as when, that's what made me think of it when you were just like, I could take bigger gulps. I'm like, no, I could drink this. I could down this in three sips. But knowing same. how much vodka I accidentally poured I'm in this. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Shall not. Okay. So <laughs> he leaves practice. Yeah. So Sorry. coach shows up at Meyer's apartment looking for him. He's not there. And then coach is like, you need to fucking fix it. And it's like, dude, you broke it. Like, what are you talking about? So, um, and he's like, I will destroy you. You fucking fix it. And she's like, okay. So Toby is not willing to do any schoolwork, not willing to talk about anything. He only wants to talk about them and, like, what happened. So she runs from him again and goes back so, to her apartment. So she called him to try and fix it? hmm To Sorry, tutor I'm, him. I'm needing. Because yeah. he's failing again. So coach is okay. like, fix it. And she's like. Ugh. Okay, so not fix it. He, like, ran off. Fix that he's failing again. Right. Okay. And, like, get his head back on. Right. So then um, he's, like, begging her. He's like. Tell me you don't love me. Tell me you don't love me and I will leave. Like, they haven't even had sex at this point. They've, like, made out twice. But he's like, I'm in love with you. Tell me you don't love me. Like, and I will leave. Um, And she can't do it. So they have lots of declarations of love. They finally bang. Um, And this is the, this is it. This is the moment. So she's still breastfeeding. Oh, I have a feeling this might be it, yeah. And he doesn't 
in this interaction, which is good because it's their first one and that may be a bit much, but he is like talking about how he can't wait to suckle her later. That, I like, I'm not trying to kink shame, but that doesn't feel sexy to me. Like, nipple play for sure. Like, get into it. But actual suckling? It's a, it's a weird thing. My relationship with my boobs right. since I've had my son ha- right. has been a journey. Like, very much so. Because if you're like, cool, I'm into, if you're into any sort of, like, boob nipple play at all right. right like you're like well there's licking and there's sucking and there's touching and there's things like that right yep. where you're like you're not trying to produce milk right it's just a, but a sensation someone, yeah but if there's a sucking sensation on your boob for a second like we're like i think there were like those moments where i was like no don't touch my boobs no like right just figuring right. out what that yeah is but also like if you are into boob play at all you kind of and other people feel feel free to weigh in on this. I've had one kid. I don't, I don't know a ton. I also, like, I'm not an overproducer. I just... Uh, right. I'm a small-breasted human, naturally, right? But I'm like, I feel like if you're into boobs at all, you really can't avoid some semblance of accidental... Right. Mil- but he means, like... He's just he like, wants to like that's the purpose of it. Like he wants to get it. Like he wants to like, like have the milk. Well, I think there's a I guess my follow-up question as someone who hasn't read this book would be like Is he looking for like a full six ounce serving? Or is this <laughs> like like is he wanting a full bottle's worth? That is not or is this just like, he's like you know? I'm into boobs. You have great ones. I'd love to suckle those. And if a little bit of milk comes out, it's something I'd be curious Maybe that's to try. more the energy. Maybe that's more the energy. But when I was reading it the first time, I remember being like, ha. Huh. I feel like if you see the word suckle. Yeah. You're like. Mm. Right. Like, I've noticed the word suckle a lot in reference to giving a lady a blowjob, as you like to say. Like, suckling the clit. And I'm like. I don't don't love the word suckle. I don't know. Mm -mm. I was Mm -mm. also reading a book and she, a guy was going down on her and she was like, he gives great head. I'm like, yes, head, blowjobs, going down. These are not. These are interchangeable. Yes, gender specific. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, even Rihanna. You sent me this picture. Rihanna Rihanna in her day drinking with Seth Meyers clip talked about ladies love blowjobs. She did say that. Yep. I was like, thank you, Rihanna. <laughs> thank you for your ministry, because I have people out here making fun of me, because I said, everybody gets a blowjob. <laughs> we love to be validated, especially by Rihanna. There are worse people to be validated by. Too true. Okay. So, so where, where So they have we? sex. We're oh, yeah, almost they have done. Sex. Okay. So, so they have sex. He wants to, he, he's curious about boobs which have had their milk come in correct which fair enough whatever yeah so then they sleep together they fall asleep and he wakes up early he's trying to find his clothes and he sees her id which has the last name reed on it which is the same last name as his coach and so he is like she's coach's daughter 
that explains everything. Like, that explains why he's so controlling, and that explains, like, why, you know, he's whatever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold the fucking phone. He declared his love and didn't know her last name? Correct. To be fair, he didn't know her name at all for the first four weeks they were yeah, interacting. Yeah, he wasn't declaring his love. I know. All I, like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like you're like, uh, yeah. Toby is, he struggles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. I just so, fully hit my mic with my boobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. After she said I'm not a big-breasted human, she I'm, just nailed her. I'm still her. not a big bre- <laughs> Bragbested <laughs> person. I say as I grab my boobs. We're fine. We're we're doing great here. <laughs> this is on video. So he goes to confront his coach um, about drugging him and about Meyer being his daughter. He is extremely angry that he hasn't helped Meyer because she's very clearly struggling financially. Mm. Um, and so coach reveals he's like, "Hey, listen." Um. You slept with her. Do you remember that? Before you guys got together just now? Like, you slept with her. Do you remember that? He has no recollection of that. He's coach is like, yep, at a party. Found you guys together. She was one of your, your leftovers that I had to take care of for you because that's what I do. Like, and you don't even fucking remember her. And Toby is like, his brain is out of control because he's like, hold on. I'm like... Am I not good enough to love your daughter? Is that why you've been trying to keep her from me? Like, I don't understand. Like, and then he's like, oh my God, Bailey's my kid. Like, Bailey's my biological daughter. Like, holy fuck. And he is like losing his shit. And then his coach is like, you will finish this season. You will get a a huge contract to go professional. That is what you will do. Like, I've had enough of this. I'm over it. Get the fuck away from me. So what? it's like this very weird interaction where the coach isn't giving him any information. Like Toby's making all these connections in his mind and he's like trying to figure out what the hell is going on and coach is giving him nothing. Uh-huh. And he's like, wait a minute. No, I would have remembered if I was with her. Like I love her. I would remember that. And the coach is like, would you? Would you? Get away from me. It's a whole thing. So then he goes back to Meyer and is like, I can forgive you for keeping Bailey from me. Like, I can forgive you. I understand. I loved her before I knew she was mine. Like, I get it. Like. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And he is like, I I have loved you for a long time. Like, your dad can't stop us from being together. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. And she's like. What are you talking about? It's not her dad. No. She's like, please slow down. Like, you are not you are not Bailey's father. And, like, pulls out custody papers. So that's what the coach has been holding over her head this whole time is he is saying that he will take the baby from her if she doesn't do what he says because she wants a divorce and he won't give it to her. It's, like, this very disgusting, convoluted thing where, 
apparently she he made her sign a contract that she wouldn't tell anyone about the two of them having sex um or get into a relationship with one of his athletes and or she surrenders all rights to the baby which doesn't sound legal but <laughs> She's also 20 years old and probably doesn't know shit about shit. What sort of napkin contract? Right. Like, I'm like, I don't feel like this is going to hold up in court the way this man thinks it is. Well, or the way Meyer thinks it is, which is what's important. Because I have a feeling Coach knows it's not watertight. But, like, Mm. she, again, she's 20 years old and scared out of her mind. Like, she's not, she doesn't get it. And so. um, When did they get married? So we're about to have a flashback. Yeah. So he's freaking out. And um, so then Toby is like, can you please tell me how we met the first time? Like, is that true? So there's a flashback. They're at a party. Meyer is there alone. And Toby spots her and, like, follows her out. Um, They talk. And it's really sweet. And it's a very nice interaction. But he's blitzed. And that's pretty clear. So she tells him that, um, she's pregnant and she's scared. And he's like, well, let me make you feel better. Cause he's super drunk and like, doesn't know what's mm. going on. And she's acting out because the coach is being a real douchebag. And so, um, they fuck in the, like basically in the yard of the baseball house. And, um, he's like, I really want to see you again. Like, let's make that happen. But then the coach shows up and takes Meyer home and starts making promises about the future. He's like, baby, let's just get married. Like, it doesn't have to be like this. I, you know, I didn't mean it when I told you to have an abortion. Like, I want to be there for you. Like, all this other stuff, right? Okay, so they were not married before she got pregnant. She no. got pregnant. Yeah. Coach married her. Right. Essentially to to hold it over her head. Right. And use it as, like, a manipulative tactic. Right. Okay. So, um... Toby then goes to his parents, who are now very supportive of his whole thing. Um, And uh, Meyer quits tutoring, tells the coach that she's transferring to UF. And he's like, I'm not going to sign any divorce papers. Like, you're stuck with this for life. And she's like, I don't care. I just want to get away from you. So she and um, Toby are not interacting at all anymore because Toby understands that, like, she's really afraid that— the coach is going to take the baby. So they have all these sweet moments from afar, but they're no longer speaking or interacting. So she moves to Florida, but before she starts school, she goes on vacation with Bianca in Hawaii. And um, Toby shows up on the beach. And he is like, hey, I had my agent drop these custody and divorce papers. There are a lot of questions about how and why and what for. But none of them are answered. (laughs) We just know he shows up with his agent like a white knight and like everything's going to be okay. And so um, my notes say, lemon is free. Yay, lemon. So (laughs) that's it. Like it's done. So then epilogue, two years later, Toby's at the World Series. He wins. Yay. Everything is great. And then Toby is extremely happy. He's adopted baby Bailey. So, like, she's legally his now. And um, Lemon tells him that she is pregnant, like, on the field after the game. Yay, Lemon. They live happily ever after the end. It's it's not going to be that easy for him to get custody. No. 
But I think that's... Not that that's, like, the the, the biggest plot hole of That's not the crux, crux of it, no. It's not the crust of it. It's not the crust either. <laughs> Double stuffed? It's neither the crust nor the crux. Oh. oh. Does Pizza Hut still do their stuffed crust? I'm sure they do. I feel like stuffed crust used to be huge. It did. I feel like no one really gives a shit about stuffed crust anymore. Matt is still into it. Like, all the time. For some reason, that doesn't surprise me <laughs> that your husband is still into stuffed crust. It's very on brand for him. It is. Yeah. I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Matt gives the energy of someone who likes what he likes. Correct. He's like, I don't need to try everything brand new in 2023. Nope. Whether it be the insane clown posse or stuffed crust, he knows what he likes. I did recently. I like said something came up about insane clown posse. And I was like, brought up Matt. And Matt was like, oh, yeah, I think he is really into it. And I was like, oh, no, I can confirm. Seven ICP tattoos. <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Seven. I thought you were about to say shows. No. Seven tattoos. Visible? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, not not visible. Like, visible for me, not for you? Uh, no. Like, just <laughs> visible for everyone. Like for everyone, Chelsea. I don't have special glasses that He's... allow me to see my business tattoos. <laughs> He's got the great Malenko on his calves. Um, He's got several... Are you into on his insane clown posse? No, negative. Okay. I was wondering. I saw you do that with a lot of apprehension. Like, do I want to know this about you? I am wearing a Knotfest t-shirt for Slipknot, but I'm not into the insane clown posse. It wouldn't faze me if you were into insane clown posse. No. Mm-mm. I'm like, for the record, I think it was just more of like a, oh, is this something I don't know about you? More than I was like, no. are you into this? I, I was not trying to come off judgmental for the record. You were not. Okay. You you weren't. I, now I feel like I have to. I made an assumption because I would be. But. Be like, oh, no, Chelsea, if you were into Insane Clown Posse, <laughs> I would judge you. I'd have thoughts about it. <laughs> no. So I know a lot more about the Insane Clown Posse than I want to. Um. Okay, that's fair. But like. Actually, I have a lot of respect for them. I'm not into their music, but as people, surprisingly, I have a lot of respect for them. Oh. Like, they did a huge lawsuit through the ACLU against the FBI um, that was huge. They have a lot, like, most of their music within the last, like, 15 or 20 years has been very, like, anti-racist. It's been, like, pro-LGBTQ. Mm. It's very surprising. Like, you wouldn't think that, but it is. And even, like, their early stuff that was, like, a little bit homophobic and stuff like that, Violent J has come out and been like, yeah, I fucked up. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't get it. And, you know, since I've had kids and had to look at my kids and be like, yeah, I said that. I understand now, like, what I did was wrong. And it's very, like, opposite to a lot of people who, like, when they apologize for stuff in the past, it's it's very— placating and like, yeah, I'm sorry I did it. Right. That he's like, oh, no. Yeah, like, I fucked that up. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I, I know now deeply. I'm going to own it. And it's very, like, well, I can respect it. And I feel like we've had a lot of conversations about this recently. I feel like you and I have talked about it. I think I've just talked to a lot of people about it. But 
I get really frustrated with cancel culture. Because mm-hmm. I feel like cancel culture has no room for that. Right. No room for growth. There's no room for personal growth. Mm-hmm. Like, and here's the thing. If someone is held accountable and continues to engage yes. in the same behaviors, that's a very different situation than someone who's like, I'm so sorry. Now that I know better, I will do better moving forward. And we're all growing and learning. And I and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's just, like, not room to not have it right. Right. Like, there, there's no room. But also, work. like, who decides what's right? It's very, like, yes, confusing and, like, it's a lot. But the way ICP has handled it has been really great. And, huh. you know, Shaggy 2 Dope um, has uh, is in recovery. He's doing great. Hmm. That's really cool. I and now know at least 400% more about ICP <laughs> than I knew five minutes ago. Well, technically, Juggalos and the Insane Clown Posse um, are classified as a, a a gang by the FBI. And so um, they're really? anybody who had Juggalo or ICP tattoos or bumper stickers or whatever were automatically basically had less rights because they were immediately seen as gang members or gang affiliated. Um, So people, it had a lot of like far reaching consequences. So that's why the ACLU got involved. There's a great, there's a great documentary about it if you're interested. Oh. Yeah. That actually does sound really interesting. It was. They marched on Washington. It was a whole thing. Wow. Yeah. I'll, I don't remember the title of the thing, but I'll find out and I'll send it to you. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll add it to the show notes if we Maybe find we it in will. a timely manner. Yeah. Maybe perhaps. we won't if we don't find it in a timely manner. Also correct. And you know what? If there's something we forget in the show notes, Google exists. It does. Oh, we love that. And we're that. just Googling stuff. We are. And I, then adding it to the show notes. Well, no. I When I was really pregnant, um, my parents were coming into town. And my mom was like, yeah, like, we're going to be here in case you go into labor, blah, blah, blah. She's like, can you send me the address of the hospital? And I was like, this is the name of the hospital. She's like, can you send me the the address? I was like, I also only know the name. I don't know the address offhand. So we both have the same amount of information. Google it. I'm happy to Google it and send it to you. But I do want us to recognize you also are able to Google. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, so pregnant at that point, and I had so little patience. I probably was not the kindest in how I said it. She's like, can you send me the address? We both know the name of the hospital. We have the same amount of information. Fucking figure it out. You're a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Believe in the me that believes in you. <laughs> yes. That's what Vance always says to me. All right. Um Rating scale. Rating we can do baseballs. For, yeah, we can do baseballs. That feels Let's safe. do baseballs. Um, I'm going to say like. Should we mm, do like GRE study <laughs> test guides? No. No, we should do baseballs. Yeah, we should definitely like, do baseballs. GREs. No. Talk about a trauma response. Um, well, see, that's also part of why I only applied to one grad school. They didn't require the GRE. So you never took I it? I never took the GRE. That's horseshit. In fact, I, when I started. I took it twice. When I started at my grad school, I wasn't sure I liked it. And so I was like, well, looks like I'll have to reapply to a school that requires the GRE. So here is what happened to me. I took it when the, like, the very first time that they switched to a new scoring scale. Um. 
So I took it and then showed my results to a professor who didn't understand that there was a new fucking grading scale. And he was like, Hannah, these are really bad. Like, you need to retake it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I studied so hard. Like, oh, fuck. So I took it again, and the scores were, like, marginally different. Like, not enough. And then I was like, fuck me twice. You just did. I did. <laughs> My scores were great both fucking times. Incredible. Awful. Oh, I hate yeah. that so much for you. <laughs> you have a look of glee oh, on your face. Like, that's like one of those like hilarious, oh. like, oh, fuck. In the moment, it was not hilarious, but now. Yes, that's something like in retrospect, you're out. like, I can laugh about it. Yeah. Way, I couldn't then. Ten okay. years out, I can laugh. So, so baseballs. Baseballs. Um. Mm, Three and a half out of five. It's very comforting. Oh, that's higher than I anticipated. It's enjoy like the I don't think I did it justice, like because I had to leave out a lot of the very sweet and cute like baby moments and like moments between mm. because it's a longer book, but like okay. it's enjoyable very much so. Yeah. So th- I would say three and a half, maybe out of six, five or six. I don't know. We'll just stick with five. Three and a half out of five. I was going to say, we could do four out of six. We could. It's negligible. <laughs> we'll do four out of six. We'll do four out of six. Four out of six baseballs. Four out of Final six baseballs. Yep. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you would rate it. Don't forget to like and subscribe and give us your recommendations. Tell a friend. Yes, tell a friend. And we'll see you soon. Bye, y'all. Have a good day, Smut Sluts. Well, that's it for this week's Smut Sluts. We hope it was good for you, because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.